directly and actually in person from Anaheim, it's blindbargains.com coverage of CSUN 2022. Brought to you by AFB Access World. For the latest news and accessibility information on mainstream and access technology, Apple, Google, Microsoft, and Amazon offerings, access technology book reviews and mobile apps, and how they can enhance entertainment, education, and employment, log on to Access World, the American Foundation for the Blind's free monthly online technology magazine, www.afb.org aw. Now, here's J.J. Meadow. We are here in the basement of CSUN 2022 with Daniel Hun, Director of Global Operations for DOT Incorporation. We have a lot of questions and people asking about the DOT pad, and he's here to tell us all about it. Thank you so much. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. It's great seeing you. So there's been a little bit of history with the DOT pad. You've showed it for a couple of years, but you were actually getting really close to release. You had a big announcement last weekend yes. with Apple. Tell me about the latest with the DOT pad. So with Apple, uh, you know, Apple's been very generous in trying to help out our product be as feature-filled as possible. So what Apple did was open up their API so that we can, you know, change the rotors and add, create an API so that other developers can program directly for the dot pad. So what we're envisioning is that the dot pad becomes a device that has no limits to the possibilities. For example, to see charts, to see uh, spreadsheets, anything that someone would need, whether it's in education or entertainment. So I was just in the booth a few minutes ago and I was checking this out and you have an array of 2,400 pins and you had this yes. connected to an iPhone. Yes, I did. And actually uh, it was connected through voiceover. And so anything that the voiceover is highlighting, you'll be able to see that on the display and feel it for yourself. So anything from icons on the home screen to pictures in the photo gallery right. were being rendered. So how does the dot pad know what to render? Where is that intelligence coming from? So actually, it's mostly through the voiceover so that whatever the voiceover is highlighting. So even if it's, let's say, highlighting the back button, it will actually render that image, whatever's captured on that voiceover onto the dot pad. Are there certain colors then that would be rendered as, you know, sticking up? Like are lighter colors rendered that way versus darker colors or how does that work? Uh, for that, right now it's mostly, I guess, the outline of the image. Whatever okay. is the most prominent. There isn't a specific color scheme that we use that it catches one color over the other. But I think that's actually a good kind of way to discern more high resolution images. To have kind of a schema where blacks will be caught more prominently than lighter colors, right? So let's uh, go ahead and describe for the listeners a bit of the layout. I know there's still prototypes at this point, but in its current form, uh, how is, you have a tablet and then you have a, uh, a braille, a set of braille cells below that. So go ahead and describe that a little bit. Okay, so the display will have 2,400 pins. That's the tactile display portion. And below that, we have uh, buttons that you can actually control whatever device the dot pad is connected to. So it has two arrow buttons, you know, one for left, one for right, and then four middle buttons that you can program to, for example, for one of the chart programs that uh, McGill University created for us is that they use one of the buttons for zooming in and zooming out of the image. So we have those function buttons, and then right below that, we have a 20-cell module that is for metadata for images or any kind of text that the image is representing. Wow. So you connect this to your iPhone, I assume... Yes. Uh, via Bluetooth, but yes. you also can connect it to other devices as well, right? 
Yes, you can connect it to your computer right now. So actually the program that McGill created is running on a Chrome extension. So connecting it to the computer is completely a go. And for right now, we're actually looking to partner up with Google and Microsoft as well to open up their office suites to the dot pad. So the pad itself, is it, are there just pins or is there a touchscreen as well? The pad itself is just the pins, but actually through this conference, we've had some great ideas thrown, thrown at us about adding a capacitive touch and how simple it would actually be by adding sensors to the corner, say to add touch. So actually through this conference, I think we've, it's been a couple years, you know, everyone's been away for a couple years, but I think everyone's really excited to come back and see this community thrive. You're showing the dot pad here at CSUN, and many yes. listeners by now are also aware of APH's efforts mm -hmm. with the dynamic tactile display, as they're calling it, mm -hmm. but is also using your technology. How does this fit in with what they are doing, or how is it different? Uh, so the core technology for dot is the cell. So the cell, I'm sure a lot of, maybe a lot of your listeners also have heard of the dot watch. It's an older product that we have been selling and the cell inside there was one of the first versions of the cell that we've created. And now we're on the D2R. So I think it's the fourth iteration of the cell. And right now the refresh rate's faster. It's uh, more resilient to dust and other particles. And that cell is going to be powering the DTD project. Gotcha. So the timeline, though, of that is going to be a couple years out. What is the timeline of this? Oh, for the dot pad, we're going to start mass production in September of this year. So 2022, September. And uh, right now we're actually working, looking to manufacture and assemble in the States. We're looking at a spot in Texas. And I think that will really help the logistics and the supply chain. I'm sure a lot of people know that the supply chain is a mess right now. Yeah. So we're looking to alleviate that by being in the States. And what kind of price point are you hoping for? For the price point, it's going to be anywhere from three to 10,000. The price has not been set yet because of there's a lot of different factors that have to go into, including market research, as well as uh, controlling the material costs, which is very volatile at this moment. Absolutely. Yeah. It's my understanding there is also an API for developers as well that might be interested. Yes. So Apple, uh, if, if you go to developer, DE, B-E-L-O-P-E-R dot dot with D-O-T-I-N-C-O-R-P dot com. I know it's a little bit confusing because it's dot and dot. Right. Yeah. You'll be able to find all the open source SDKs and the API that you can program iOS and macOS with to connect directly to the dot pad. Awesome. And we will link to that in the show notes as well. <laughs> uh, before we go, you mentioned there is uh, also a kiosk project that you're working on in uh, Vienna. Yes. So um, earlier this year, we actually have begun a POC project with the Vienna International Airport. And we're installing. So previously, what they had in their disability corner was just kind of like a Batman phone, kind of a wooden brick with a red phone. And people would have to come and just wait for help. But the problem was that because of COVID, they had uh, staff shortages. So oftentimes people couldn't get help. And also they had a screen for sign language, which was broken at the mm. time we, we went to visit. So we talked to them and, you know, they're very innovative. 
So they wanted to install a dot kiosk to replace the disability corners. And the dot kiosk is also, you know, for everyone, it, it has a touch screen that moves up and down depending on the camera sensors. Of, so it catches your height. So whatever is the most comfortable height to, for the screen to be at. And it has a standard 3.5 millimeter jack with text-to-speech. And uh, it also has the dot pad within the product. So gotcha. that so that um, through the maps, you're able to find, let's say, the restroom or your the gate for check-in, and it'll have a Braille map showing up on the kiosk. So it's the Braille version of the, the you are here sure. kind of visual kiosk. Yes. That's really cool. Is that something you're hoping to obviously roll out to other locations? Yes. Actually, um, JFK is actually watching our project pretty closely, and uh, we're looking to expand perhaps to Frankfurt or Munich, the neighboring airports, major airports in the area. Right now, Vienna, they're the first. And we're also actually working with Arizona State University to do a similar project for their campus buildings. That's very interesting to learn about the uh, the kiosk as uh, well. So if people want to get information about the dot pad, perhaps get on the pre-order list whenever that becomes available, uh, what's the best way to do that? So there's for the dot pad, you can uh, send out any questions and inquiries to inquiry, I-N-Q-U-I-R-Y, at dotincorp, D-O-T-I-N-C-O-R-P dot com. And also you can visit our website, dotincorp, D-O-T-I-N-C-O-R-P dot com. And also you can reach me personally at daniel at dotincorp.com. Thank you so much, Daniel. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Exclusive audio coverage, visit blindbargains.com or download the Blind Bargains app for your iOS or Android device. Blind Bargains audio coverage is presented by the AT Guys online at atguys.com. This has been another Blind Bargains audio podcast. Visit blindbargains.com for the latest deals, news, and exclusive content. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without the express written permission of AT Guys. Copyright 2022.